There's that and that. Okay. Okay. Or you can definitely get the all of fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. You can start. No one listens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> You're listening to Soft Focus. Uh, today we're gonna talk about Nicholas Winding Refn. Is that how you say his name? Yes, I think so. His Winding. new movie, Windings. Nicholas Wingdings Refn's <laughs> new movie, uh, Neon Demon. This is off to a great start. Is it the Neon Demon or just Neon? Demon? I think it's the Neon Demon. None of us have seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I saw it. and I still don't know if it's the Neon Demon. I think it's I... the Neon Demon. It's not like Talking Heads. It's the Neon yeah. Demon. I feel like anytime there's a the at the beginning of something, there's like a 50% chance that you can just cut it off when you're referring yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, There's like a couple of things. Yeah. The clash. That's yeah. it. Yeah. If it's two words, you kind of need the the. I would definitely just be like, yo, you like clash, dude? Okay, I guess you're right. No, you wouldn't. 100% of the time you can get rid of the. But anyway, so what it, they give us, a, can you give us a description of the movie? Short little blurb about it. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, Neon Demon is a movie about a fashion model who's starting out in presumably like LA if not explicitly yeah um she's a young girl played by Elle Fanning she's 16 is a real life fashion model oh really kind of coming from movies but doesn't she doesn't she like do a lot of fashion stuff now yeah she does she is beautiful in a couple spreads she's great so it's just kind of that's kind of the premise I mean there's not a big plot like she has to get the briefcase to you know uh san diego like <laughs> no. that's there's nothing like that it's kind of like yep i'm gonna be a model now yeah there's not like a goal for her to yeah it's like, no she... north by northwest no it's it really kind of like although it sets up something it has like a core idea at the very beginning yeah and then it kind of diffuses over the it's definitely an idea movie i would say yeah it's like a david lynch movie Really? But just I've like, seen that movie. I mean, like, like garbage. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can do that later. But I just mean like plot wise, David Lynch just be like, okay, this is the idea, and then the yeah. rest. Yeah. The There's kind of like a thematic here. thesis, and yeah. then whatever plot needs, whatever like minor plot events need to happen to sort of riff on that. Yes. Yeah. She's a model coming to model from a small town. Yeah. Finds a person, take her pictures. She apparently has a somewhat mysterious air about her that makes people um come under her spell slightly and then that's about it the rest of the movie is her becoming a model the rest of the movie is like not even about her really (laughs) no it's sort of like psycho yeah where it switches completely about instead of halfway through like psycho where you're still able to develop a different character, it happens about three-fourths of the way through where you can't really develop anything else. Three-fourths? That happens like... What? Seven-eighths? Seven-ninths. <laughs> but Sam, how are your grandparents? Yeah, we're getting, oh my we're God, getting before way we ahead of ourselves. Did we, oh, did we? Oh, my God. It's like we're being corrupted by the... Um, by the... Uh, vapid culture of L.A. or something. Oh, my, oh God. my God. That was... Eh. You want to cut that Not out, my best maybe. word. <laughs> okay. Sam, how are your grandparents? Wait, here, let's I have... never cut anything out, by the way. <laughs> let's, have, let's have one second of dead air so that you can cut it if you want to. No, All right. right and then, so, Sam, for grandparents. my grandparents are doing really well. Last week was 4th of July. Uh, well, no, it was this week on Monday, right? By Who the time cares? this comes out. Who cares? Okay, it doesn't really matter. You're right. Um... But on 4th of July, I saw Independence Day re... Oh, the new one? That's out already? Yes. I saw the new Independence Day. It kind of already flopped. Nice. uh, With my grandparents. They liked it a little bit, and I also thought it was whatever. So not much to say there. My grandfather has no idea how they make modern movies because of all the effects, and I was thinking that too. Apparently it was made for $165 million, which is not that much. That much. Yeah. But every single shot you can tell is green screen with a billion things going on in it. And like I can't even imagine the amount of hours that it takes to make something like this. Yeah. So that's about the only thing that's interesting about it. Other than Jeff Goldblum and Charlotte uh, Gainsbourg's in it for a second. That's weird. Which she's beautiful and wonderful. And any money she can get, she can get it. And then also Brett Spiner's in it again. And he says... Something about a sick bay, and I thought that was funny because he's from Star Trek Next Generation. 
Uh, but that's the last time I saw my grandparents. They're both wonderful. They both sort of liked Independence Day. Um, and I'm going to see them tomorrow. So I'll let you know okay. if we see something else. <laughs> How's... Um, Oh my God! Which one of you should I ask? How's your? You don't have fantasy basketball stuff no. anymore. But how's the basketball stuff going? Wasn't it trading time? Uh, yeah, for NBA free agency. Uh, it's honestly the NBA is like in the middle of like a three four month just like nothing makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's just madness. It's kind of like in conjunction with other stuff having like a destabilizing effect on my life I feel like like just nothing <laughs> makes sense anymore it's so humid oh, out yeah. like everyone's being murdered mm-hmm. and basketball doesn't make any sense to me either but so I had just have no like mooring in my life of spiraling yeah but Kevin Durant is no longer cursed so yeah Lil B took the curse off which I have mixed feelings about that curse was kind of like great Maybe he'll, like, do something to mess up again, and Lil B is, like, back on. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be great. Yeah, that would be good. That's it. That's that's all. <laughs> well, uh, has there been one trade that you liked? Um, yeah, in isolation, I kind of liked the Bulls trading Derrick Rose away, even though it made me sad. I feel like it was the right... It was, like, when you know you have to break up with someone for, like, a long time, and then you finally do it, and you're like... Yeah, okay, uh, I had oh, to do okay. that. Okay, interesting. But then they did a bunch of other stuff that was stupid, so it kind of like... It's like if you broke up with someone who was like holding you back in your life, and then you just immediately got addicted to heroin. They'd <laughs> 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 be like, well, what was the point of that? You should have just stayed in that oh dumb relationship. <laughs> um, in this scenario, heroin is Rajon Rondo. Okay. That would be a joke for all the basketball fans listening. <laughs> uh, how's YouTube? It's okay. Yeah. Um, I go on to YouTube, the website, and then I click on my subscriptions button to see if any new interesting videos come up, and they don't. So, uh, (laughs) was kind of a dry spell. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there was this Nerdwriter video about, um, the Darjeeling Limited by Wes Anderson. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, he, like, talks about. He kind of says this, like, corny stuff about how, like, film geeks will, like, talk about their favorite Wes Anderson movie. I was like, well, okay, you're kind of assuming everyone just likes Wes Anderson. But then I was actually like, oh, I wonder, like, what I would think is my favorite, because I don't really think about Wes Anderson movies that much. Wait, wait, uh, on the count of three, let's say our favorite Wes Anderson movie. Wait, one, I have to remember the title. Okay, I'm ready. One, two, three. Life Aquatic. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. Okay, okay. I, I guess I, it might be the Darjeeling Limited, because I, when I watched it, I, like... I was like, I liked that, and then I didn't care anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was YouTube. Yeah. Sucked. Did you watch Pretty Good? What? Did you watch the, the thing I told you to watch? I like almost watched it, yeah. and then I got distracted by something else. But I will today, because I have some time. What is it? Uh, you favor- This is what I was talking to. You favorited a tweet I tweeted about this YouTube thing, but you didn't actually watch it. Oh, okay. uh, it's this guy who kind of comes from like sports Twitter, okay. uh, who makes these weird videos. I was saying to um, Kale that they're sort of like Nerdwriter if the production value is like kind of shitty, but like kind of on purpose, and it was all like kind of a joke. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's perfect. The best one that I've seen <laughs> is just about like everyone, how everyone just dies in 24, and 24 is like the most like horrible nihilistic universe. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that was kind of a mean description, but also the guy no, who it's... makes it will never listen to this. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think. Choosing to make something kind of silly and bad right now is, like, a good... Very hip. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking anyway. of very bad or very good, what was your... What did you just say? Sam, did you like this I don't movie? Know. It seems like maybe you didn't. <laughs> I don't like... I don't really... Okay. You don't problem. like any of this guy's Now movies? we are no. talking about the, the Neon Demon. <laughs> part of the problem to me with Nicholas Reffin is that it seems like the only conversation to be had about his movies is that he's involved in them or made them. So, I'm trying Wait, to think of clarify it... clarify what you mean by that. Like, it seems like all the reviews, all the talk about it, is it's exclusively by him. People like, will... Like, oh wow, look. 
yeah, like, oh, it's that guy. It's the guy who did Driver. Yeah. Oh, my God, I hate that guy. Yeah. I hate what he does. Here's an interview where he's being obnoxious. <laughs> Here's a thing where he's being dumb. He does sort of have, like, a brand, I guess, that seems outsized. Yeah. Comp- like, I'm a relative fan of his. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is weird to me. It's like... He does seem to have a ton of name recognition. And, like, you know, the fact that in the opening credits, he's got his little, like, logo yeah, of his yeah, name, yeah. which I thought looked cool. Yeah, it looked awesome. And I was awesome. like, man, that's... I don't know if this is, like, the most arrogant thing ever, but, like, I'm, I think you, you, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever seen something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. So I, I guess, don't... like, some other directors have that. Like, Wes Anderson has his production company shit yeah. shtick that he does. Yeah, but... Anyways, let's not get too far afield. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, like, I, I don't know. I find... That he's a little bit arrogant, but I don't necessarily know why people hate him so much or like him so much. I just kind of think... Yeah, yeah, like, I guess I, I think he's made at least two, like, pretty good movies. Bronson? Bronson and Drive I both like pretty yeah. well. Um, I, I like the, the Hell Rising a little bit. Bronson's, like, uh, maybe even, like, a really good movie. I like Bronson a lot. I mean... I forget that he makes it. Yeah, yeah. It does feel kind of different than his other movies. Yeah. So I feel like it's like... The whole color palette is different. Yeah. Yeah, Bronson's it's like rough. And all of a sudden it's like, fuck yeah, Ryan Gosling, drive, this movie's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, all blues, yeah. all reds. Apparently he's colorblind. He's got gloves. interesting. Oh, huh. But yeah, all of his movies since then have kind of had the same exact color palette, the same look about them. Yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily same know. Same soundtrack. The same soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, they really know. do. I mean, it's good music, but it's just kind of like... I really liked the Neon Demons soundtrack more than anything else. Yeah. I, I think was, it was I almost it was distracting. Because I was just like, oh, another great song that this dude put in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Now I'm just thinking about how good this song is yeah, and yeah. not the movie. Yeah, it's not like David and Fincher. Like, it's weird because I'm not even just thinking about how good the song is in a vacuum. Yeah. I'm thinking about like what a good soundtrack song it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But what are you going to say like, about Davey? I'm just saying with David Fincher and like his music in his movies, I find that it's not terribly distracting and it no. fits a scene well. Yeah. Like sometimes it'll be like a, a synth wash that'll sound exactly like what's happening in the scene, you know what yeah. I mean? There'll be, like, yeah. a person cleaning, and it'll just be like, yeah. you know, like that. I feel like Nicholas Reffin puts a lot of, like, distraction. Like, all of his elements are distracting to me. But I'm trying to think of this movie in a vacuum, which is not what I normally do. I normally try to think of, like, movies as a continuum of a couple of different people. Um, but I'm trying to think of it in a vacuum because I don't really care about him, and he has so much spoken about him yeah. that I just don't care. So, in a vacuum... I don't really like this movie that much, and I think it's because it it's so shallow to look at. Like, visually, the frames are so shallow, and also, I think, and I understand that's the point. Yeah. The point of the movie, I think, is to be a, a commentary on how vapid this culture is of, like, spreads and like you know fashion photography and all this stuff which is fine that's definitely been done before in a lot of different yeah areas a lot better <laughs> i mean that's i'm kind of s- surprised to hear you say that though because i it doesn't seem like the tone of the movie is or i guess maybe it just seems like um the movie's having a lot of fun making the visuals all shallow so it's weird to me to say that it's like also critiquing it does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, like, part of the appeal of the movie is its yeah. visual style, but I feel like, I don't know, the depth of focus, it's such shallow No, I definitely framing. hear what you're saying about the shallowness yeah. of it. But it just seemed like it was all shot on a green screen. It seemed like a yeah. movie that would be on Best of the Worst or something. Yeah, yeah. Where it was, like, they shoot two people. And also, it was such a small cast of characters. Like, I liked all yeah. the characters. Everyone was fine. The guy from Love in 3D is great. Yeah. Keanu Reeves popping out for no reason. He was great. The, he was the best. Part. He, yeah, Reeves was the best. Part. <laughs> well, and, and the other reveal, guy. His reveal is unbelievable. Yeah. When he opens the door and it's him, it's yeah. just so cool. But it seemed like there were seven characters. There were never more than three people. Were there seven? Frame. I want to say like five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are so few characters. There's never more than three people in a scene together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seemed like. It was like the prequels, where you put up a big green screen, there's two people in front of it, yeah. and then you put a bunch of stuff happening yeah. behind them. And I'm like, was this movie shot for a dollar? I don't know. Yeah. It, it doesn't have depth to the film, and I think that's what they were trying to do 
yeah, the I, woman who did the cinematography, I forgot her name and I feel bad about it, but she had not worked with Nicholas Reffin before. Her last movie that she did was The Rover, which I uh -huh. felt like had a lot of, like, it's, like, completely, absolutely different. Yeah. So they were definitely going for something, and I understand what they were going for, but for me, it was not that stimulating visually. Do you know what I mean? I thought it looked good, but... The, like, shallowness of all the shots yeah. seemed at odds with how deep the movie was trying to yes, be. Yes, yeah, 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 I mean, sure. I know that sort of, like, uh, uh, pretentious connection to make because, like, there, there's probably no a priori reason that a movie can't be, like, thinky and, like, shallow in its depth of field. Mm -hmm. But it did, I don't know, just the fact that there didn't seem to be like a fully developed world there no. was kind of strange. I mean, I like movies that do that sometimes. You know, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night was definitely like that. Yeah. But that movie was more about like isolation. Yeah. Um, whereas this, it's like, it just seems like they didn't finish writing it or something. Yeah. Um, no, you're absolutely right in that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, sorry. you're fine. Go ahead. It just, yeah, it felt really unfinished and I, and I guess a complaint that I would have to further complain about how it looks was yeah. that uh, I I didn't mind that it like looked shallow because I was like oh I, I feel like this is like supposed to look like a magazine shot yeah, at yeah, all yeah. times Absolutely, and yeah. then it did but then when it changed to like his like only God forgive style of, like where it's really dark yeah and you, like, can't, I was like fuck this yeah, like yeah. what fuck what, like choose what kind of movie you're making don't just like be like, okay, I'm going to do this, but also I'm just going to put that, like, I'm going to put my fucking stamp on this shit, too. Mm -hmm. so I was like, dude. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it mad. has, like, a stylistic, I don't know, I, I think it's confused in its style a little bit. And I also feel like what you said was true, and we talked about this when we were talking about our favorite films of last year, or when we were talking, yeah, we were talking yeah. about world building. And I was like, I have absolutely no idea how far away... Her hotel is from where she got her modeling career, from where she got the first yeah. shot shoot. You know, all this stuff. Like, L.A. is such a, like, storied city. It's been mm -hmm. filmed in so many ways. And I just feel like I should know how far. I mean, you know. You should I, have some sense I of should the have world. Sense, like, yeah. yeah, a sense of scale, a sense of, like, people traveling. It's such a large city. You should have yeah. to, like, travel around. And, it. like, the guy even had a car that was in at yeah. least, like, two or three different scenes. Yeah, but they never are really driving anywhere, right? Yeah. They just get in it and then go to a place. and then Which, like, the, the visual things that this movie was going for, like, you know, a shot, like, from Pulp Fiction where yeah. Bruce Willis is in the taxi would yeah. have worked perfectly yeah, in yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So it is kind of weird that they didn't use that. Yeah, it's... I mean, it just kind of seemed like the movie is just like, uh, okay, now I want to go to this sort of building, so they're just going to go... There's going to be there in the next there. scene. I mean, um, that's sort of an interesting problem to have because I think it's... Like, if I'm trying to imagine making a movie, it, it would be a lot easier, I think, to identify that problem than to fix it. Yes. Because then you just put in some perfunctory scene where they're traveling, and yeah. it probably just feels perfunctory. Yeah, and, yeah. like, um, when I was watching this movie, I felt like a lot of, maybe not references, but I felt like I was just, like, watching Mulholland Drive sometimes. And, like, I like how in that movie they, like, have to, like, walk places and shit. And, like, a lot, like, a lot of things that happen in that movie is that, like, the girl in the beginning, like, is in a car, and then she, like, gets lost, and then it has, like, the other character, yeah. like, trying to get to places, and, like, is, like, a struggle for her. Yeah. I thought it would be interesting, and, like, maybe even, like, a device to, like, show them being, like, oh, like, this is how they get, or, like, the girl, like, in a car, where mm -hmm. they can, like, show her, like, crossing her legs or something yeah. in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe that's an interesting point, because this movie was a lot about status. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that people um, get around uh, is, like, a good way to subtly, like, communicate yeah. things Nobody, about their status. Yeah. Nobody and, like, walks in L.A. And, like, at first, they had, like, her boyfriend, like, driving her places, yeah, yeah, yeah. remember? Yeah. And, like, I thought, like, yeah, I don't know. They could, they could have had, like, another car come up, yeah. like, the same place that he, like, drops her off. And that would have been, like, oh, my brain remembers right. that, like, at first it was just her boyfriend. Yeah. It wasn't really, but now it's, like, this, like, There's, limo. like, no establishing shots of any no, buildings yeah. either, really. Yeah, yeah, that's they true. They just are in a building. Just the uh, hotel. They, like, show, like, 
That's sure. true. Yeah, 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 that's true. But it's just weird. Like, I, I, I mean, I only saw it once, so I'm not sure. But I felt like there was very little establishing shots of when they went in the restaurant and met like the Tom Ford surrogate guy. That guy was so good. Which yeah. he's great. I feel like Nicholas Reffin is upset at Tom Ford for some reason. Probably <laughs> because Tom Ford made a, a, a single man, right? Yeah. And Nicholas Raven's like, oh, there's fashion guys coming into my world trying yeah. to make a movie. Like, oh my God, and so yeah. this character looks exactly like Tom Ford, acts exactly like Tom Ford, <laughs> and is like, I don't know, it's just it's just a, out like it's just a reaction things. like ten years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's been brewing, and he's like, finally, I get to make fun of Tom. It's Ford. like how her is like a response to um, lost translation. Lost yeah, translation, exactly. But just like way later, and yeah. like, shouldn't you be over that? Yeah, like, yeah. That's hilarious. But yeah, I felt like that scene is just like they walk into a restaurant. It's the two of them walking in. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's our only other characters that we've seen this entire movie. Yeah. And they're sitting right across from them, and there's no one else in the restaurant. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. we're in a restaurant. Is it closed down? Yeah. Is it a restaurant from it the It did 30s? seem like it was closed or something. Yeah. yeah it was very weird. Um, but that's besides the point. That's just like one gripe that I have with them. I mean, that I feel like that totally works in other movies, though. Like, I think that... It, do, it even in this movie it creates a certain atmosphere i just don't know if that atmosphere is like um fits well with some of the other stuff that he's trying to do but like the, uh the cook the thief the wife and his lover oh, or sure, whatever sure. that's definitely a movie where it's just like yep there's 10 people in the whole world yeah, 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 yeah. um but it kind of makes it it kind of gives that movie i think this sort of like bizarre otherworldly mm. um feel where it allows it to sort of like not be like magical realist no but not be realist right but this movie kind of turned into like a magical thing i think some of the i think maybe some of the tension for me is that like and this is this is opinion is informed a lot by like books but i think it's really hard to do magical realism and like a lot of psychological um exploration about like characters like i think a lot of really good pieces of magical realism like uh 100 years of solitude it's like you don't really like explicitly delve into the psychology of those characters it's just yeah. kind of like this person has a goat that like shits money and they're a little bit sad but then they got shot by their neighbor who yeah. um has a flying carpet and you're just kind of like you kind of like intuit the emotions of the characters many times or like the whole world kind of becomes like the character and the events that happen sort of describe the emotions that are supposed to be, you know, like associated. Um, but then this movie obviously wanted to do like a lot of psychological exploration. I think. Yeah, I mean, if not of the characters in particular, like of something. You know, this yeah. movie's obsessed with like um, what it means to be seen or what it means to be yeah. a voyeur. Yeah. Um, it's obsessed with like sexuality. Yeah. Um, Don't you think those two things are kind of interesting though in the context of this movie because. I think this is another fault of the movie, like, okay, we're obsessed with being seen, we're obsessed with voyeurism, we don't see any of the crowd when she walks down yeah. the runway, oh, yeah. we don't see anyone who sees her pictures, mm -hmm. we don't see anyone who appreciates her visually except for our main couple characters. Yeah. There's only two other models in the whole movie, even though there are... Yeah, yeah, 50 yeah. Fifty models in a scene. Yeah. Oh, don't any of those other fifty models have a say in this, or do they not matter? Like, the only people that we run in and encounter are these two other models like it's such a small yes. world yes. and none of them seem they either seem incredibly enamored with her main character mm -hmm. like in love with her desperately yeah. or they just hate her and there's yeah. no, out of like, like jealousy yeah. Yeah. yeah and there's no like nuance to that in my opinion and then also like in terms of sexuality i think the movie is incredibly not sexual for a lot there's like no nudity there's very little like explicit sexuality if it is it's like violent sexuality yeah, yeah. which nicholas reffin loves and then the only a bit of nudity that you see is at the well i guess one of the few moments of nudity that you see is at the end when like our two model women are like bathing oh blood yeah, yeah. off of themselves <laughs> that shot is absurd yeah. and i was like thinking about it like okay this is a movie supposedly written by two women but also nicholas reffin's name is yeah. the first name but, but written by and then the story is entirely by him yeah and i'm like okay so i'm trying to think of it through this lens of like him thinking that he's making this feminist picture you know and it has a bunch of ladies and they're all wonderful jenna malone's wonderful real quick before we go to this i just think it's a the point that you made about um 
how the lack of population in this movie yeah. is like at odds with the fact that she's supposed to be such a star and she's supposed to be seen and adored. Right. Um, I think that those things really are at odds and they kind of, yeah, the fact that the movie's not populated really hurts the thesis that this movie wants to have, that this person is like constantly seen, right. con like the object of, yeah. I mean, an, an object in many ways. The movie's very interested in objectification. Yeah. And the fact that there just aren't that many people to... Um, be looking at her yes. is a problem for her. And I think that I just think that's a really great point, so I wanted to highlight it. Oh, good. Anyways, well, sexuality. Maybe well, they... and I think that's interesting, too, because Keanu Reeves says to her, like, y all you people are just the same. All yeah. you yeah. people. And I'm like, oh, wait, so she's just like everybody else? Yeah. And you don't it should have three other people. Maybe yeah. it should have started where there was, like, a bunch of people, like, in shots. Yeah. And then, like, as the movie progressed, like, slowly there was, like, less and less people around her or something. Right. And then it gets to the point, like, at that restaurant where there's, like, no one at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been... Or it's like slowly building up an adoration and then there's like throngs of people around her all wanting like a piece of her, like yeah. in the oh, yeah, monkey's head too, where yeah. like they're like ripping off parts of her or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I just think that it's very difficult, you know, like this is a problem that I think uh, happens to like lots of writers of screenplays or fiction or whatever. And it's like if you just, if like one of the premises of what you're working on is that there's this character who like, in this case is just like so visually alluring mm. that it's like unbelievable or you know uh i had a teacher once who talked about like yeah it's, i'm writing about a person who's supposed to be really funny and that's hard because you kind of have to like make it so you mm. can't just say it yeah, yeah, yeah. um because almost like if it, you know when they were saying like she's so beautiful everyone's in love with her everyone thinks she's so beautiful everyone wants to be her i was just like if you hadn't said it, I might just like go along with it. But since you're saying it, I'm kind of like, is she that beautiful? Like, yeah, yeah. and I was thinking like, should he have picked another actor or should he have like treated her differently? I thought it was interesting that like the one or two times you see people being shot in this movie, like shot uh, by a fashion photographer, like they don't actually do anything that cool with it. No. You know, he like yeah. smears all the gold over her body, yeah. but then like the shots of it don't actually look that cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they look okay, but there's only like one. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we've yeah. gotten pretty sidetracked from sexuality, but. Um, I think that would be interesting if it was like, they had these shots, but they never showed them to us, but everybody keeps commenting about how beautiful they are. Like, you know, like the, um, the case of yeah. Kiss Me Deadly or something like that, where it's like glowing at you and you're just like, I want to see these shots. I want to see how beautiful she is when she's shot yeah. or something like that. Maybe I mean, in a way though, I think that's what they, it. I think that's what they did without just having the, the physical item. Oh, she's so beautiful. It was just like, it was a right, thesis was the movie was so interested in telling us. Yeah. I think we really needed the thing to, I think we needed to see it though. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. Like, I, I think it would be interesting obviously to have, I think it's always interesting when there's like something that, the characters get to see that you don't mm. because that's like the inversion of you know dramatic irony which yeah. is present in like most fiction all yeah. the time yeah. um but in this particular case i don't know if it would have worked because we just need we needed more a little bit more evidence that she was everything that the movie needed her to be okay yeah yeah but anyways i do think we should talk about the sexuality in this movie because okay it, it's definitely interesting there's a couple different parts about i just wanted to comment on one part there's a couple moments in the movie that you could talk about I mean, for a movie that's like indebted to, I just, I guess I'm st starting on a totally different thing, but there's a sexual assault in the movie towards the end of it that we don't see it's off screen. And I was thinking about like rape revenge movies and exploitation movies that I think Nicholas Reffin probably likes a lot. And I was thinking like in those movies, the person doing something like that would there would be revenge acted upon them. Do you know what I mean? They would get their comeuppance. A person a acting out a sexual assault would definitely get some sort of like comeuppance in, in the end. You don't see anything happen to the person who commits sexual assault. No. You don't even see it happen. You don't see that person ever again. It just happens for a, a thematic sort of thing to yeah. happen. And I think that's sort of obscene in this movie. I'm trying to think of it as like this feminist picture. And I'm like, okay, in a rape revenge movie, like a woman sexually assaulted, and then she herself enacts revenge, and it's like this powerful thing in the 70s. Well, you know what I think it. kind of happened is that uh, Keanu Reeves, the character who perpetrates the sexual assault in okay. this movie, just kind of gets, like, I think the, the sort of, like, energy and thought from that character just gets transferred over to Jenna Malone. Right, but that's what I think is interesting about the picture, too, is that then immediately following that, she calls another woman yeah. to take her in because she doesn't know what to do in this sexual assault. 
this person next door is being sexually assaulted. She's like, what do I do? Yeah. Even though she has a cell phone and she already said that she was going to call the police on yeah. Keanu Reeves earlier. So I don't know why she wouldn't just call the police, even yeah. though she said she would already do that. But she doesn't know what to do, apparently. So she picks up a phone. Instead of dialing 911 to help, she calls Jenna Malone for some reason. And then she's like, why don't you come over to my place? And then Jenna Malone, knowing the story about somebody being sexually assaulted and potentially murdered next door, Tries attempts to, to sexually yeah. assault Elle Fanning. And I was like, <laughs> this is the worst movie. Like, it's not a very clever, clear picture of, like, to me, like, feminine authority. But anyway. No, yeah. Uh, and then these women. Okay, you don't see Well, and it, I mean, real movie. quickly, oh, it yeah, does yeah, yeah, seem yeah. like. The fact that Jenna Malone's a woman, Jenna Malone's character is a woman, and Elle, and she like tries to, um, like seduce Elle Fanning too. It's just like okay, I get it. Like it's not always men. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, what a shallow, worthless point yeah. to make. Right. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, and I don't even think that was the point necessarily. I just think he was like, oh, I know what would give me more leeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was a woman instead yeah. of a man, that's yeah. like a less loaded gun. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like okay, well, way to like shirk away from maybe the responsibility that you have but, as yeah, an. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. But also like with that act or whatever, like obviously prompts like what happened after it or whatever yeah yeah and i was just like man it would have been way more interesting if like something a little more complicated happened in between those two characters because yeah. like if that was the one switch that happened that happened like what does that mean that that girl just like goes around like killing people every time like she tries to like have sex with them and they say no i just don't understand that character after that like she turns from this person who's like try, like being kind of nice I thought that something, like, way more severe would have to happen for her to be like, all right, well, I'm going to actually kill you and eat you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes I mean, no sense to me. That's yeah. actually kind of an interesting point, is that, like, yeah, she was, throughout the movie, an incredibly nice character. Yeah. You did not really see... I mean, you saw her in, like, adoration of... Yeah, I think, you knew, I think you knew that she was sexually interested. Yes. But... She didn't seem predatory, you no. know. Like I think it's like, I think it's like not wrong to be nice to someone you're sexually interested, in and then say like, perhaps this will contribute to yeah. a reciprocation of my interest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and that's that sort of the character that you get the sense of, like, oh, this is someone who is attracted to her, and she's like being nice to her in part for that reason. But I don't think that she's gonna like flip if she's yeah. rejected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but she's, then, yeah. But then they're like. In fact, like early in the movie, she seems like distinctly aware of that possibility. Yeah. Yes. Earlier, that's what I was thinking. That's what I yeah. just was thinking. Was like, and she seems kind of coy. She doesn't like ever come on to no, her. She's no. just, and it, that seems to be a factor because she's like, yeah. oh well, not everyone's gay or something, right. you know. So like, I I'll just kind of like hang around and and see what's up. Well, it's interesting that you would say that because earlier in the movie, she says, hey, there are people. I don't want you alone with this man there are some people who would do certain things to women yeah. of your ilk. Like, you should really not be alone with people like that. I wonder and if she does the... Yeah. I mean, I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess maybe... I mean, obviously, somebody who commits sexual assault might have a thought on, like, rapists and be like, they're terrible, and yeah. they would commit it. I'm not saying that every character has to say things that are true all the time, yeah. that they actually mean, <laughs> but, like, she seemed genuinely concerned. Throughout the movie, she seems actually concerned. And then one rebuff from her and she's totally disinterested and even evil yeah. to her. It doesn't really I wonder if sense. part of it is just like Refin is this guy who like shoots people and like sometimes there maybe he wants to shoot like a bunch of naked women yeah. and oh, people yeah. are like, "Oh, you're predatory." And he's like, "Well, no, look, someone else can be predatory too." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, um yeah. like is he is the is the fashion photographer just like this obvious stand-in for him? Yeah. <laughs> because you know, she's warned about him, but really he's just trying to make something aesthetically beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Refn is like really interested in the aesthetic appearance yeah. of his movies. Yes. I wonder it seems like there's probably at least some of that. There. Oh yeah, well that's what I was thinking about the 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 la the first instance of nudity in the picture. No, the second instance of nudity in the picture, I suppose, because Jenna Malone is topless spraying off some trees for some reason. <laughs> but then later in the picture, like two seconds later in the picture, I think, or yeah. maybe that's after. It doesn't I mean, matter. there I guess there's a there. cadaver that's nude. Yes, that's true. Um, but there are two totally naked, beautiful model women bathing <laughs> they blood look off like of them. Weird. Dolls. Yeah, they're like these weird <laughs> sexual dolls. Yeah. For, for in a different movie, 
or in a movie that Nicholas Reffin would have made before this movie. Or just like be... in a Rihanna music video. Yes. Yeah. That shot would have been infinitely more interesting. Yeah, I, I hated that shot because they like had those characters just be like these girls that are just like, yeah, we just want to be famous models and we're kind of mad that there's other girl. But then all of a sudden like that whole like the violent part happens and then like nothing really happens to like turn them into these like weird creatures. It's just like forced by like this shot of like Oh yeah, they're in the shower together with blood all over them. Yeah. And I was just like, eh, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I also think just visually, within the context of this movie being like this supposedly feminist movie written by women, even who though said Nicholas this? Who Raffin, said that this movie? Was uh, Nicholas Reffin himself he did? said it was like a movie for women by women or something like that. Even though he's the helming of the picture. Anyway, uh, what the fuck? So, let's say that we're going to pretend like it is. Okay. Nicholas Reffin wants naked women in his movie, clearly. So he's like, I'm going to have these two naked women in a shower bathing themselves. Yeah. He's like, well, they're in the shower. They have to and be they're... Naked. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're then... washing blood off themselves. And they're like... washing blood. So there's like this sexually charged, like violence yeah. and sex together. Violence and sexuality are tied every time they appear in this movie. Yes. And so, and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that before. But anyway, um, so he's like, but I can't do that because it's this movie. I'm trying to make this a movie for ladies. Yeah. How can we make this so it's not like this direct male gaze, me making a movie with naked women and I'm filming them? How can I subvert this or yeah. invert it in any way? I know I'll have Jenna Malone yeah. in a bathtub, also nude, staring at them. Yeah. So we see her staring at them, yeah. and then the camera is her view of them. Yeah. So it's literally a female gaze. It's very <laughs> literally a woman looking at yeah. other women. Yeah. And but I mean, in his dumb brain, he's like, it's not a male gaze anymore. I yeah. made a woman look at yeah. women. Don't you get it? And I'm like, no, that's so clearly transparent. You just want naked women in your movie, and the way that you're going to get it is through Jenna Malone's character. Yeah. Is is shockingly inadequate as like Like a, he was like using Jenna Malone as like a, as a well, conduit and I, I think, for men to I look think at women. Part of the reason it doesn't work is because like um, I haven't read a ton about the male gaze, but I just kind of like assume this is an idea that's out there because it's not all that novel or it doesn't seem like it's that all that hard to get to. Like the male gaze is still the male gaze if a woman's doing it. Like the male gaze is um, sort of uh, essential parts of it are like the way that someone looks or like what parts of the body they look at, what in what order and um, whether that is happening as part of a movie, you know, mm -hmm. documenting it in a certain way is fundamentally masculine. So it's not, it's not the male gaze because the person doing it is necessarily always a man, I yeah, don't yeah, think. Yeah, it's yeah. the male gaze because of the particular fashion in which someone is looked at sure. or the way that they are, um, you know, positioned to be looked at. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it seems like a, in that way, like a misunderstanding of like the sophistication that would be required to um, sort of like do something interesting with this idea. Also, I think the movie would just be so much more interesting if um, we're pitting like uh, the male gaze, if we're like attaching that to like fashion photography on this one side and maybe saying that there's a certain amount of danger there. And then on the other side, um, contrasting that with um, the way that women can often be not maybe violence is too strong a word, but um, antagonistic toward one another. Mm -hmm. um, usually not in the same way, not like yeah. directly sexually or violently, but you know, the way that women can be petty to each other when they're jealous, sure. the way that they can slowly sort of like pick away at each other, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is not a new idea, but right. I think that the juxtaposition of those ideas would be so much more interesting if they weren't the same, you know, if it wasn't just like, Oh, on one hand, you have men perpetrating sex and violence, mm -hmm. and on the other hand, you have women perpetrating sex and violence. Yeah, like, yeah. no, I mean, change them a little bit so that the yeah. analogy is, like, interesting. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's not even an analogy. It's just like, oh, different people doing the same thing. Yeah, so. It's very... I mean, you can tell that it's one person creating all these characters because yeah. all the characters want the exact same thing. Yeah, They yeah. all want sex from a woman, or, or they want... Uh, if they can't have sex from a woman or like their a woman's body yeah they will they will murder this person That's and every eat, single person in the movie them. yes <laughs> except for 
the guy from Love in 3D, but then he disappears from the movie immediately. Yeah, the good guy yeah. from the movie. She's like, oh, yeah, Elle Fanning makes a sea change. She walks down a runway once. She kisses the 2001 Space Odyssey monolith. She turns into a completely different person, just like the monkeys did in 2001. And then she becomes a different, more erotic, sexual demon kind yeah. of person. And then she immediately doesn't do that anymore because the person next door to her is being sexually assaulted. I was like, wow, that was a weird change. It was like, yeah. she changed characters for one second and then another scene... Okay, so she was very... Uh, <laughs> well, I'll push back on that a little bit because I don't think that... Um, while I do think that she maybe becomes increasingly sexualized to some extent over the course of the movie, I think the scene where she walks down the runway and kisses a reflection of herself mm -hmm. is like... The, the movie is at least somewhat invested. I, invested enough that this is like a discernible idea in the movie, even if nothing gets done with it. And the idea that she is like um, perhaps only excited sexually by herself and not by other people. Everyone else in the movie wants her, wants to be her, right. blah, blah, blah. And she is just it. So it's like she can't want anything else. Her, the, the act of like desire in her life is just like the desire to actualize internally. No, I agree. That's interesting. And I didn't think about that, but that's interesting. But that's not what I I'm mean, to me, that seems like clear, right? Because it's like, oh, yes. she, she like doesn't, even the guy who we've referred to a couple of times as her boyfriend, I get, they're not like really boyfriend and girlfriend. No, no she tries, yeah, he tries to kiss her once. Yeah. Time. And she like, you know, sort of elegantly yeah. like turns him down. It seems like she's interested in a relation, some sort of relationship with him. But, um, she doesn't seem to be attracted to anyone else in the movie. No. But there are definitely times where she seems to be, like, attracted to herself. And Well, that's not what I'm saying necessarily about this scene, but I do agree with what you're saying. I just feel like, as a character, she comes in and she's wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. As characters are wont to do when they come to L.A. at first. <laughs> and then she's like that the entire movie, kisses her own reflection... She tells her, she's like, oh, I'm going to stay with Tom Ford and these models because yeah. I'm now a beautiful person. You can go away because I don't care about you anymore. Yeah. And she's like all strutting. And then you're like, okay, so now she's changed into this character that is in control of herself. She understands that people find her appealing and alluring in this mysterious way. And then... You're like, okay, I wonder where that's going to go. Now she's going to turn into, like, this twisted kind of person who's going to use her own, like, sexuality to... No, what happens is the person next door gets assaulted, and then yeah. she immediately becomes, like, a totally different well, character again. It's like the movie wants her to be multiple things. Well, I mean, it, it's... I think you're sort of right. Because when she's, like, on the diving board after the assault... Mm -hmm. Right? She still has that whole speech about, like, oh, I'm so beautiful, what's wrong right. with knowing that? Yeah. So I don't think it's like she becomes, she loses that awareness of her beauty. I think she just, like, takes it to a different place. Um, no, I think the person writing it was like, I don't care about how this character well, acts I don't in think, a continuum. I just don't think that they could make up their minds whether or not sh they wanted her to be, like, uh, mean about herself. Yeah. Because, yeah, because she seems, like, pretty timid, and, like, there's the whole scene where she goes into the bathroom, and the girl, like, cuts her with a glass or whatever, yeah, yeah. and she, after that, she's still, like, oh, like, what's going on? Yeah. And, yeah. like, the other girl, like, gets her to move her seat and stuff. But then, yeah, for, like, one scene, she's, like, a dick. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, for the rest of the movie, she's also, like, timid. So I just, that scene kind of confused me, because I felt like the tone was just different, because that's what, like... She's like, get out of here, boyfriend. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, yeah, the tone's totally different. She, when she walks up and she's looking a little slightly demonic with that yeah. red and there's just black behind yeah. her like it was shot on a green screen. Maybe that should have just it lasted was, longer. It, before yeah, she it, got it knocked like, down like by the red. Right. Well, I think, I think the point that you're making makes maybe Sam's point make more sense to me where it's like the, a big problem is that like this movie doesn't know how timid it wants her to be mm -hmm. yeah. uh, at any given point. You know, like, it struck me as odd that um, when she was doing the catwalk for the Tom Ford character, um, she's, like, obviously very confident and able yeah. to do the catwalk in a way that, like, it's telegraphed. You're like, oh, she's going to get the role. Yeah. yeah. Um, because she has this, like, possession of herself. Yeah. But then, like, immediately preceding and following her doing the catwalk thing, she's like, oh, I'm just, I don't I don't have a headshot yet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she as, suddenly becomes very confident, it's does very the thing, strange, and then she's yeah. like, oh, okay, you want me? Great. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she's, she's very confident at the restaurant. 
Um, but then she's sort of like vulnerable when she calls Jennifer alone. So it's just like, there's no clear, and I, that's probably like true and human, like real humans confidence varies, yeah, yeah. but the movie didn't make her a real human. No. So the, it didn't work that a, way. A real human is like confident and not confident in waves in a single moment in time. Well, you know and I, mean? I think it's not like a scene cut. Now yeah, she's confident yeah. cut. Yeah. Now she's not. Yeah. Cut. It seemed yeah. like the, 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 varying level of her confidence was not motivated by what the character would feel no. but rather by what the movie needed out of her in yeah. a particular yeah. instance yeah. so i don't um, know like i feel like okay here i'm gonna propose uh, okay there's no sexual assault which shouldn't happen in this movie anyway i feel like a sexual assault in a movie should be in a movie and treated with like respect not to be trashy and like gaudy especially in today's society but like, it, maybe it made sense in the 70s, but it doesn't anymore. So, like, I don't know why they have the sexual assault in there anyway. But let's say there's no sexual assault. She's, like, this cool cucumber now because she walked on the catwalk. She knows she's sexy. She just goes to Jenna Malone's house. Or why does she, why does she need to have a reason to go there? Can't, she, can't Jenna Malone be like, hey, that fashion photographer guy is going to be there. Yeah. And then he's yeah. not there. Yeah, they didn't have to have the sexual It doesn't have to be. Especially because, because she doesn't have to have I mean, like, I like think the movie, guy. I think the movie wants to have sex and violence be tied in this, like, uh, very strong way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't, I'm not willing to go as far as you and say that that can't, that that can't really work in a movie. I think a, a, a the movie just doesn't have anything to say about it. It's no, just it like, sex and violence are the same thing. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like, okay, that's like not a particularly new idea. You're not yeah. like blowing my mind with that. No. And then it seems to just kind of like also want to work with this idea about like seeing and being seen and what what which position in, entails more power and i'm like uh i don't really see like the interesting connection between that and con sex and violence and i thought maybe i this is what i thought was going to happen and i thought the connection was going to happen here um because uh being seen is like a big hitchcock thing and um for Hitchcock and lots of other directors, but Hitchcock is like where I was sort of introduced to these ideas. Um, you know, like part of objectifying a woman is like putting her on film. Mm -hmm. um, even if, you know, the character has motivation and stuff, if you're like watching a movie of a woman or looking at a photograph of a woman, that's like that thing that you're looking at can't retaliate, can't act with any agency. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a level of objectification. Sure. Yeah. But then the ultimate way to objectify someone is to murder them where yeah. you're literally turning a person into an object yeah, yeah, yeah. um so in hitchcock these ideas are tied of like being seen is to be objectified on one level and being having violence enacted against you is objectification on another level and you know the movement between these things is like a big deal in hitchcock um and this movie's obviously you know referencing a few directors one of which is hitchcock um so you've got these ideas floating around the movie and then um <laughs> Obviously, like, being seen as a thing for her as a model, and um, then the whole uh, thing with sexuality where she walks down the runway, sees a reflection of herself, and kisses it, and yeah. this is the first time that she ever expresses attraction to anything else in the movie, even if it's just herself. Mm -hmm. um, and then shortly after that, she's, like, rubbing her hands over her body as Jenna Malone is sort of, like doing some weird sex thing with a cadaver. And you're like, oh, okay, this is the connection. She sees herself... Um, and starts to have like erotic feelings perhaps about herself. So we're, we're getting there, the connection between uh, sex and vision. And then she's standing on the edge of the swimming pool talking about how she's beautiful and how she understands that she's beautiful and what's wrong with that. And I was like, okay, here's where it comes full circle. She sees herself, she has a sexual attraction to herself and now we're connected, we're gonna connect vision to violence uh, through sex because sex and violence are so tied in this movie. Um, she's gonna jump off and just kill herself. Yeah, that's how we're gonna connect the chain just, of all these ideas When they showed her on the diving board, I was like, she's gonna kill herself right yeah. now And I was like, okay, that would kind of make a sort of somatic th thematic yeah. sense You'd be tying everything and then that's not what happens at all. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I fucking I hate the end of the movie I don't yeah. I don't give a shit like they, they could have just ended at that part I don't give a shit that like like they weren't proving more stuff at, Like when they like kill her and eat her. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like they're messed up yeah, yeah, they yeah. messed up throughout the whole like, movie. Like vision is consumption. Wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like and then, like the whole scene with like 
at the very end where she like coughs up the eyeball because apparently you would swallow an eyeball whole. Yeah, of <laughs> and course. and your then she like wouldn't digest it at all. Yeah, and then she kills herself. Yeah, with huge scissors. Like, yeah, right I'm just there. like I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. This is purely just being like woohoo! Look what's in this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, Especially because cares? all of the items are there. Yeah. For. Like, I'm like, oh, they have, like, yeah. oversized, insane stomach-piercing yeah. scissors right there. Yeah. That's convenient. And like, I don't know. The scene itself doesn't make sense. That, that scene itself, I thought it was, like, the worst paced thing I've ever watched in, like, ten years, maybe. <laughs> it was so slow. I'm like, I thought this was the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. This is, like, yeah, I, I felt like this was, like, the last scene in, like, Independence Day where they're, like, driving in the Jeep. Yeah. And they're in the <laughs> desert. I'm like, this yeah. should be, like, nothing cool is happening right now. And then they kill herself. I'm just like, well, that was stupid. I yeah. hated that part. Yeah, it's weird, like, how they're just, like, sitting there. Yeah, like, and it takes forever and... for that girl to be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, get over with. Yeah. Do something. It yeah. doesn't really say anything. I think it, I think it's it, interesting. Maybe they thought, like, if we stretch it out, there will just, like, somewhere in there, there will be, like, a connection where, like, suddenly. Because they generate the start of some interesting ideas. Like, I think there is, like, a lot of interesting, um, like, or that this movie kind of like identifies its location okay. and then you're just waiting for it to actually like drill down yeah, an oddly sexual metaphor like, and like <laughs> extract it and like do yeah. something with it and that just never happens. No. What if, what if, okay so the eater, but like what if earlier in the movie like maybe at that restaurant they like show those girls like eating meat or something, you know what I mean? Like showing it and then like at the end of the movie instead of being like oh let's take like 20 minutes right now to just reveal that they ate her. It, it could just be like they could just like show some like plates or some shit with like bits of her clothes and like that would be the end of the movie yeah, yeah. and it'd be like wow like they ate her that's that's crazy but instead they're they i don't know yeah it's weird to show it the next day you don't know what happened to her yeah she's just fallen in a pool and then all of a sudden they all have blood on them yeah they're like that's weird i didn't like chris i don't i don't want to talk like that because i don't know but anyway someone that we all know was like Apparently she just like knew that they ate her when it showed the blood. Over. I was like, oh, how really? did you know? Yeah, that? I think that it's foreshadowed by the fact that one of the models, uh, like like sucks on her hand when she has a wound. In yeah, the bathroom, but I didn't like earlier I did not in the think movie. That at all. I, I thought think, like I was like, oh, she's just violent towards. I think I figured. Yeah. I think I sort of figured it out before. I okay. mean, I you didn't. knew there was a certain extent. Like Jenna Malone was bathing in like a tub full of blood, so there was like a certain relationship between. Yeah. Uh, I kind of get yeah. yeah. But I just didn't seem that interesting, you know, like, yeah. what, what's it doing? I, yeah, it it would have been more shocking matter. to have just shown them eating parts of her. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would have been more, like, yeah. if Nicholas Reffin's like, I want to be extreme. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, I think a big thing in this movie is that it didn't want to show anything. Yeah. That's you true. know, like, uh, the shots of her being covered in this, like, gold paint would have been a lot interesting if the camera had not seemed very intent on not showing her nude body. Yeah. Which is fun. You know, like, maybe it's not a great idea to show, like, 18-year-old Elle Fanning's nude body in a yeah. movie. Um, but it's like, well you're trying to make a big deal about what good shots these are and yeah. you're not showing us. And, so and I'm and not the convinced. exploitation of like young people in modeling. And yeah. You don't well, and then not showing the violence to like a, a, a very um, shocking degree. It's like, yeah. okay, I get it. You're trying to say that the photographer is not the problem. You're trying to say that you as the director are not the problem. Yeah. yeah. But that's just, but you're just the, being a movie, coward. Like either, either own up. Like yeah. either accept the uh, responsibility for the violence that you're clearly like um, enjoying, causing us to infer, yeah. or just like find a way not to use it. Well, I think it was supposed to be like it does that weird psycho sea change kind of thing. But then I also feel like violence and nudity it changes. It's supposed to be like drive a tiny bit where it's like we haven't shown violence and nudity that much up until now. Boom, we're showing it now. Oh, yeah. huh. Ha, you idiot. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you're not really showing it all that much. I mean, the, the necrophilia moment is like obscene and probably the best moment in the picture to me because it's just so out there, so strange, and so poorly filmed. It looked disgusting. Yeah, it was like great. So I loved that, and it seemed like that would yeah. be in a schlock like 70s movie. But it would be like totally an Italian yeah. horror movie. In the yeah, movies. yeah. But then it just goes back to being like fashion photographer yeah, and they're I don't, like sitting I don't by like a it. pool. Yeah. Like I don't really get it. Like I don't understand why she would throw up an eyeball that's not eaten yeah. at all. Well, they should have 
Because she couldn't, I mean, there's some, you know, nebulous idea about like, yeah, you, if you want to be the viewer, if you want to like contain the eye, you you know, like not everyone's capable of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, but like those, but they were also setting those people up as people who could do it. That's that's, that's why they killed her. I think a reason that the movie didn't work is because it didn't tell you like, okay, well, who is and isn't capable of being a honorable or um worthy voyeur yeah apparently not those other models yeah. i don't uh, know maybe Elle fanning was yeah. maybe she wasn't yeah yeah maybe the moon is the only <laughs> because the moon is like above jenna malone and yeah, she's yeah. like bleeding a bunch yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which is shining it looks like I, so here's I, know, I was like is that paint yeah, yeah well yeah. The, <laughs> we, we should talk about the shining real briefly because i think this movie is like really invested in referencing it and then just does nothing with it no so the very beginning she's like oh lipstick is always named after food or sex like what about a lipstick called red rum and it's like yeah i get okay lipstick red rum okay and then you know she goes to jenna malone's house and it's like this big palatial estate she's like whoa this is your house she's like no i'm just watching it i'm just like a caretaker (laughs) here and you're like whoa what is that reminiscent of and then but it's just like Wait, what? What's the point of referencing The Shining here? Because yeah. I get it, I get the reference, but like, yeah. what's it being leveraged to do? Yeah, I don't know. And I suppose there's probably something like. Here's the thing about this movie for me is that like I th- I think it was okay. I mean, I wasn't ever like totally bored or like disgusted by it. I thought it was like fairly interesting. I guess I would probably recommend it to people. The acting's great. That's yeah. Something to bring yeah. Up. Actually, the acting is really great. Elle Fanning deserves um, every close up. But another thing that I want to say is even though I didn't really love it, and even though I don't think that the movie itself has, like, really interesting ideas, it has enough of that content that I feel like someone could write a really interesting analysis of it that maybe wouldn't make me like the movie more, but would make me like the fact that it exists a lot. Mm. Like, I feel like there's a reading out there that sort of, like... Get, does a little like um, give gives the movie a boost a little bit like oh uh-huh. here here's just yeah. a little step up so you can get over the wall yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe the movie doesn't deserve it but I I feel like that's out there that could at least potentially happen. That's why he put that shot of Jim Malone birthing the shining elevator blood <laughs> everywhere. I was like oh that's in there so that somebody will go well you know what that means yeah. and then now I'll be like oh it has something interesting to say but it doesn't really I don't know. I guess I if you want to, I guess if you want to do that too, just make something that has a bunch of content for that kind of thought. Yeah. You can't also like obviously like layer on yeah. a bunch of your own like thought. You yeah, kind yeah. of have to leave it more sparse on the the thematic level, yeah. which obviously this movie's not interested in doing at all. No. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my final take on it. What do you What do you guys? Well, what's something good about it? What's like. I thought it looked kind of interesting. I mean... I did too. I thought it looked pretty good. Shots looked nice sometimes. Um, I thought the acting was... I thought Keanu was so great, and the guy who was supposed to be Tom Ford was really amazing. I mean, when he's doing the, like, Shakespeare or whatever in the restaurant, like, (laughs) that... He should have been a much bigger part, but the director was obviously too afraid to show a man being predatory because the whole point of the movie was like, oh, I'm not predatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked I liked the gold splashing. I just thought like in slow motion him painting her in the gold like watching it like get very near her chin but not exact. I was like yeah. this is beautiful to look at visually. It was visually alluring sometimes. El Fanning's great. Um but I don't know. I don't like the movie as a whole, I guess. But it's worth seeing on a big screen, I suppose, cuz it looks nice. Yeah. yeah. It looks um, nice. The ideas are like there in some like uh, zygote form. He he gets a gold star. Ding! It would be a, like a really great student film. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna sure. say like if I knew like a younger kid like 16 or 17 that like really wanted to like watch a weird movie with me. Yeah. That like wasn't too weird or yeah. wasn't I was like, well, we can watch this one. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it, would, it could be a good and maybe that's ultimately like Refn's place is that like he can be a good like stepping stone sort of director yeah. like Wes Anderson. Yeah, like, it's like Fight Club. Yeah, Tarantino. Where you give it to kids and they're like, well, I didn't know movies could do that. Yeah, because I guess yeah. sometimes you kind of need these ideas to be like, whoa, look, I'm an idea. Here, I'm right here on the surface. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's good to think about movies. Yeah. You should start doing it. And here's one that will like really invite you. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can carry the skills you develop with that sort of movie into actual good movies. But also you could just, <laughs> you could just like show them drive. 
yeah. instead. He's like, uh, I already have a movie about that. Yeah, yeah. But there's just like CF Drive, just like flashes on the screen in the middle of this. Um, yeah. Do we have any other stuff we really want to say? No, I don't really at all. We said it all. We, we said it all quite a bit care about it. it. Yeah. Um, Brush my hands off. See this movie if you want. And if it was okay. It was okay. In, I would probably. I don't think it's still in theaters though. If I could like, if 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 I was like talking to myself yeah. who hadn't seen it yet, and he was like, "Should I see it?" I'd be like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah. Get it on the Redbox. That's okay. Yeah. Redbox. It's already in Redbox. It's already on Redbox. Get it there. Um. Cool. So that's probably about it for us this time. Yeah. Um, we're on Twitter, we have a website, oh my God. we're on iTunes, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, I just tell everyone we're on iTunes. Promoting your shit is, you know, awful and capitalism sucks, but, like, I also wouldn't mind if, like, more people listen. Well, yeah, so, <laughs> if you like the show, tell a friend. Well, we don't make money from it, so. Yeah, we don't make money, so it's just us wanting to put our ideas into your minds, like Nicholas Winding Refn. <laughs> Or for someone Help to... Help us spread our thought spawn. Someone should email us and tell us how stupid we are. I haven't, I haven't checked I the email that. in, like, a month. Maybe we have, like, a... A hundred fuck you email in there. We yeah. should have, if you hate the show, tell us. We'll, we'll read it off the next one. If you hate the show, start a rival podcast that we can, like, feud with. <laughs> Called Hard Focus. <laughs> oh, okay, we're done. We're done.